Hello, and welcome into the Sad Fed, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad. Welcome in, boys and girls, and children of all ages. Um, we have an obvious issue to be sad about. Uh, when this uh, drops on Thursday, we will have been a little bit late to the party, but trust that we were on top of it right away at the Sad Fan. Uh, it was immediately uh, went into scramble mode for how to cover this, gauging emotional reactions from myself and the staff uh, across the Sad Fan organization. But I think that when it comes to the story of DeMar Hamlin, they were echoing the sentiments of the entire world uh, because this game was played in front of the whole world. It was the only event happening on Monday night, and it happened very, very early in the game. Chelsea, why don't you take us through the incident with DeMar Hamlin and your thoughts? From, from what we know, because there's a difference between what we know and what is still to be actually released, right? So from what we know and what we can see is there was a hit. It looks like he took a hit somewhere to the chest and came up from the play. So he was down with... T. Higgins. Uh, thank you. Um, had had kind of a reaction and collapsed on the field. He needed CPR. He needed defibrillation. It looks like he was on the field for... 10 minutes needing needing help and yeah the thing was was that it was so shocking like this moment was so shocking that his teammates were just in tears it was really something that no one ever wants to see happen on the field and having unfortunately been a person who has had to perform cpr and perform defibrillation before if you do not know what is happening it is very traumatic um it's not easy to watch um and luckily, you know, when these things happen, the stadiums and the teams have an incredible team of medical professionals right there on site to help. So we're still not sure exactly what happened in terms of, but we do know that there was a cardiac event that occurred and it could have been for a multitude of reasons. And the biggest thing right now is just rumor control. And no one knows for sure. Right now, there's been no official statement from a doctor from the team other than just some, some general updates on his health. And it's, yeah, it was, it was, go it ahead, was shocking to watch. Cause yeah, I was watching the, the game and I didn't even realize that someone was down. And then I came back from commercial break and they showed, and it was kind of like, I was like, that didn't look like a very like hard hit, like something no. that like caused a concussion. And then like the way he just like kind of collapsed, I was like, they kept dragging. And then eventually like 10 minutes later, we got the news that they were doing, chest compressions and stuff. And it was just like, kind of, I think the viewers kind of found out around the same time people in the stadium found out. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was probably like the quietest I've ever heard a football game. And it was just really unsettling, but kudos to everyone there. Um, the training staff, um, all the players, uh, I think they, they did a great job creating the wall around him so the, the camera i think that contributed there, to the fans reaction west though was seeing yeah. all those gladiators in tears that's not something that we're used to seeing is... no i've seen players like tear up a little bit like when one of their like teammates get injured but nothing like what i saw was stefan diggs and josh, josh allen. allen who were just like 
they were like hysterical almost like on the field. Yeah. And, well, and, and hats off to, to Joe Burrow. Now. Hats off to yeah, Joe Burrow for coming over to Josh Allen and trying to console Josh Allen on the field. Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow, that guy continues to impress me when it yeah. comes so to every situation uh, to include him going right at Deshaun Watson and not backing down to the way he's handled this situation. Like he might be my favorite player in the NFL with this. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't mean to cut you off, Wes. Sorry. I just want yeah. to give Joe Burrow but, some kudos. Yeah, I agree. But it's, it's hard to like looking back now. It's, I mean, it, it would be so hard to be there because they had to cut his pads and his shirt off. Um, and, and so and really just quick, like seeing... Wes, with you saying that, I want to say that is that is standard with broken bones as well. So before yeah. we get, as someone that played, my dad was an EMT for my teams all the way up through high school. That is standard procedure. It is always standard yeah. to cut the uniform off. Uh, so, so, but yes, yeah, they, but then, they did have to do that. Seeing them you rush, see something rush like around that. with the AED and the chest compressions, like that's going to be so traumatic. Yeah. As an and that's athlete, why I wanted to make that sure that the audience yeah. knows. That is common practice in every sport because you're right. Even just saying that, uh, Wes, it's it's going to cause a traumatic response from our listeners and our fans. They're going to be like, oh, my God, they had to cut. Yes, this is a very serious event. What happened is very serious. But I want to let everyone know that is that is standard practice. If he was to have broken his collarbone, they're probably cutting right up through the pads, right up under the jersey to get to him. So go yeah, ahead, Wes. And, sorry. Yeah, I just think the, the response from everyone was great. I mean – I know a lot of people were um, kind of attacking the NFL, but in my personal opinion, I think the NFL did a good job handling it. They've delayed the game indefinitely. It won't be played this week, which I think is the right decision. And I know a lot of people are talking about like the response time, but really it was only like 30 minutes between when Damar Hamlin left the field and when they alerted everyone. It was a very interesting. And it, it seems long because there was a lot of, to a viewer, because there was a lot of commercial breaks, or if you were in the stands, just because you're standing there waiting. That initially, when the NFL didn't know what was going to happen, the response was probably operate as normal. But we yeah. have to understand, we are so used to instant gratification at our fingertips with these phones and these computers and email that we think everything happens, oh, like this. But you you, you got to take a step back and understand there are protocols like Chelsea alluded to, there's misinformation that gets out. There is damage control that does need to be done. And I know that's a dirty word, but it's absolutely true. And there are processes that all of these things have to go through. And like Wes said, and he's going to continue to say, I think they probably did it better than they're trained to do. They operated faster than what probably their protocols dictate. And I think the intention was probably once we found out all the details, which we think is instantaneous, it's just not. Once they found yeah. out all the details, they made the right decision. Go ahead, Wes. Yeah. So the five minutes comes from. I'm not uh, defending the, the NFL. <laughs> yeah. So in the NFL rules or whatever, after a lengthy delay from an injury or whatever, it's standard that they give teams five minutes. And mm -hmm. so that's probably where well, that came from. I don't think anyone from the league said five minutes. Maybe that was like, maybe an official said, okay, now it's it, off, it, it's five minutes. And then eventually like people realize like, well, hey, these players aren't in any. And so I mind. think, I don't think, I don't think with Roger Goodell or any of the league executives, there was any pressure for them to play. Um, 
it doesn't sound like there was. Otherwise, I think that we would have heard about it from someone else, like on one of the teams. Yeah, go ahead, Chelsea. I mean, I have further thoughts on this um, that are in a much different direction, but I think I'm just going to hold and reserve comment until we actually know more, because I think that there's a little bit of a differing take on what actually happened, but I would like to see kind of like the um, the post-incident discussion that happens at like with the coaches and with the league that discusses what actually happens and that when won't be today it won't be tomorrow but yeah <laughs> it when there's an actual um yeah. an actual scoop about journalists what, what that we can trust <laughs> exactly not just skip let's say yeah. like oh you know his garbage takes that he had this week but um no until we have a real understanding of what the discussions were both like with the nfl calling down to the field we can say that like no the we do have an issue in this society with yeah. instantaneous gratification, but that goes both ways. It means that the league also knew exactly what was happening as it was happening. But we don't. They're we on don't the phone know with people. The no, they yeah, have, but we don't know the info. They the have. league has had their representative there, who she flies around to every Monday night football game. They're like that's kind of all I'm going to say at this point is I have a little bit different take on it. That's a little bit more critical, but also. I do not have a favorable opinion whatsoever on this planet of Roger Goodell. And I think he plays, treats his players like trash as far as the actual league goes. And that there are more people that control, that are in the league and that make these decisions than just him. Yeah. It's not a player's a league. Bit it's a money-making enterprise. Exactly. Um, and I think that they're, I think that behind the scenes, there was actually a little bit more conversation between the league and the NFL players association than we're really privy to at this point. And the NFL doesn't necessarily have, the best track record of treating its its players as more than just a way to to extract money. And you just know, so you guys know, this this is this is, in my opinion, I'm not. I, I apologize if I'm speaking for you. I feel like an idiot. I feel like I'm about to mansplain. Yeah. And I'm not. I don't think I am. I was gonna say this is Chelsea showing showing grace, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> right now to the NFL. Is I'm reserving judge. Is that fair to say? Like, hey, I'm yeah, going to show you absolutely. a little bit of grace until I get reporting, but I'm yeah, pissed at you. Because <laughs> I, I do not, like I said, I have I have strong feelings about the NFL first and foremost. Yeah. And about I think, I think the we all do, and I think, yeah. I think most people no, do I, have a negative view of Roger Goodell. No, to, uh, the, to the point where, like, the, actual, the way that the organization operates. Yeah, history's on your game, side. It, it makes it harder and harder for me to watch these games. And it's not because of like yeah. this specific incident and this, you know, because it could have been a multitude of things, right? It could have been an underlying condition, could, you know, that's not it. It's just that there is something that just feels off and that, like, it's starting to, I think the NFL feels, to, to when it comes to most injuries or injuries of any kind, the NFL just feels a little icky, right? Yeah. I think that's fair to say. It just, it's a yeah. little icky. Uh, there, I, again, I am not, just like I, God, I hate this. I'm always the asshole. Uh, but uh, devil's advocate, um, I think that there is now at least some informed consent by the players. But players, please hold out the next collective bargaining agreement. Let's get let's get you guys guaranteed mm -hmm. contracts. Like I know you're giving up money, and I know a vast majority of you live paycheck to paycheck. And ever the audience is like, they make. This much money, league minimum. Yeah, but you have to understand their career is not 65, 70 years like your, or pardon me, 50 to 60 years like yours is. Their career is four years. So the mass amount of their average, lifetime, yeah. their lifetime wealth happens in those four years, even if they're on the practice squad. So 
that holding out hurts them, but please hold out. And again, I'm not letting the players off the hook. I'm telling you, there is informed consent at this point. You know, even in college, and you're getting paid now in college, what's going to happen. But we need to guarantee some contracts for them. If they're giving informed consent, then let's guarantee some money. Let's make sure that at least that ickiness or, or long-term health care forever. If you play in the NFL a day or 10 years, 15 years, forever health care. Like, guarantee it. Yeah. You know what? And while we're at it, give it to our veterans too. Um, now, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it's I, every I, single I, person. Back, Go ahead, back on the injury thing, I mean, I think there's definitely is, um, and this might have played into it a little bit, but there's like the whole like, oh, someone got injured. It was a concussion, an ACL, whatever. That happens. Yeah. You know the risks. Let's play on. And so I feel like maybe like some official or, or something like that might have had that mindset. And that's like could have been where like the five minutes came from. But yeah, until yeah. someone realized the gravity of it. Yeah, I think it was just bad communication all around. And um, I, I, yeah, I don't know where that came from. It could have been a, like... But it came through some channel because they, they were discussing that over ESPN very clearly. Um, yeah, and it's still so in the news. It's, I mean, it's still on CNN. That report's still on CNN. But we, like you said, it's not it's not a report report. It's just based on what we've heard report. So we're still waiting for someone to get in there, like you said, Chelsea, someone reputable, exactly. and, and write the story of, of DeMar Hamlin's yeah. injury. Um, and maybe for really our quick, next episode, I will absolutely go mental <laughs> go nuclear if the if uh what i think happened happened and on the protocol then if not we'll we will move on for the conversation <laughs> Re- really quickly what we presume that we have seen there like chelsea said earlier it could nothing has come out as fact yet based on the injury all we are left to go on is the video and what medical professionals are saying hey this is at this time, what we believe the injury to have been. Okay? That's all we can say. That's, that's it. We believe that nothing has yeah. come out from uh, Cincinnati Hospital. Nothing com- has come out from the team that worked on DeMar Hamlin. Nothing has come out from his family that is new information. So all we have still is what we had at the very beginning. There is no new information. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it was it's interesting because um, Aaron Rodgers was actually on the Pat McAfee show earlier, and he was saying that night, or last night he was he was kind of in the the zone where he was refreshing Twitter, refreshing Twitter, just like searching to see if there was an update. And eventually he just had to put the phone down because that's what I did. It's too much. Same, yeah, same for me. I, I was doing the same thing, and I was just like, yeah. I'm just gonna go to sleep. I saw I saw like numerous like medical professionals on Twitter tweeting their opinion, and all of them said like, this is just my opinion from my experience. Yeah. And yet there were still people like, oh, you can't diagnose or whatever. I'm like, but he's actually like stating this is his opinion. Yeah, they're just saying this is what he's not treating him. Look, yeah. It looks like at this and time. And I think I think some people want that or like yeah. kind of need that instant. to feel. Yeah. They want instant. And we saw Wes, and I think you're alluding to it now as I mansplain to Wes what he's trying to say. <laughs> I'm batting a thousand. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, Wes. Uh, what 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 you're getting at is what we saw. What happens to people when they feel a complete loss of control or helplessness in a situation, and the need in our society for an instantaneous answer, and it created monsters, just yeah. monsters attacking people that were saying the name wrong. Pardon them. I mean, it could have been a typo. 
on their Twitter. It could have been a mistake. This player before last night was not a super well-known player outside of Buffalo. And I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm being honest. He was not a super well-known player outside of the Bills organization. Now his his charity has gone over $3 million. His mother's daycare company has gone over $3 million. People are being truly amazing. But that night... It was it was it was really wild to see people lash out in every direction, and it was I, I don't know, I guess uh, a prime example of where we're at in society, where if we don't get an answer right away or we don't get our way right away, we get angry and we lash out and we say people call people names. So I was going to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying. Um, someone like there was a journalist who posted a photo of T. Higgins uh, last night um, with his arm around his mom afterwards, and it was and they just said T. Higgins. Um, the one who the ball carrier when Demar Hamlin tackled him uh, mm-hmm. with his mom, like sharing a moment, and then someone or there was like a lot of people who were like, "You should be fired" or whatever. This is insensitive. And I'm like, how's that insensitive? Like she's just like I couldn't imagine how he feels like knowing that like you were part of it, even though it's well, not and he was fault. just doing his job. Yeah, he, his hey, job like- is to football. That is T Higgins' job. T Higgins' job. Football. That's all he was yeah. doing. And then the journalist's job is to report on what they see. Yeah. And like, you it's know, like they're just doing their job. They don't need to be fired for this just because like you might think it's un- insensitive. Honestly, like, a lot of the conversation, you're absolutely right. But a lot of the conversation where like things just spiraled into like weird, dark corners and dark trains of thought and all this stuff really kind of just reminds me. And this is totally off topic, but of like some of the absolute garbage that goes down in truth when you're dealing with like, true crime like mm-hmm. say for example like the idaho murders like people are just like looking at every single person who has ever done anything sketchy ever and saying it's their fault like how horrible it is this kind of reminds me of that and it's the same thing that you're saying for is like people just want answers they want gratification and if they don't have it right away they're just gonna start just spiraling like spiraling just... but just delusional like create theories out of like thin air of like how they're hurting other people by showing the other player who is involved yeah, in the and play. people who are just, like, trying to be, like, the moral <laughs> arbiters of society or whatever. And like, they're the not even trying to be the moral no. arbiters. They're the worst people on earth because all they're doing it for is the likes and the accolades yeah. for saying something. Yeah. Like, oh, like, that's on, a, oh, I got yeah. 50 likes on my tweet. Like, yeah, and telling you're, this you're, person to fuck off. Like, you're just the lowest scum of the earth because you're using a real incident to try to bolster your followers. Again, what most experts and what we were just uh, speaking about a moment ago thought that this could be or have said the most likely scenario based on the video. Again, there is no factual reporting yet on what happened Uh, was uh, in Latin. Como como tio cordis. Thank you. Uh, Which means an agitation of the heart, corditis, but uh, which is an agitation of the heart. uh, And it's due to blunt force to the heart or to the left breast above the heart, and it has to happen at an exact time. Now, the blunt force has to occur during a very specific time within the heartbeat, which is controlled by electrical impulses within your heart. And in particular, during the uh, repolarization phase of the heartbeat, uh, it's electrical signal. If this happens, that can cause the heart to stop if you're hit at that exact time. The reason I have to tell you that is, it's not football did this. There's a reason why we haven't seen this in 60-plus years of the NFL being played, there's a reason why in playing it, even the athletes were in shock. This is not something that's common. 
And after that description of what we believe could have happened, let me list all the sports first that this could happen in. Hockey. It happened to Chris Pronger, just so everybody knows. Chris Pronger had the exact same thing if this is, in fact, what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Chris Pronger had the exact same thing happen to him in hockey. That is why I keep saying stop reacting. Do Wait for reporting to come out. Um, but Chris Pronger had the exact same thing happen. Lived, thank God, or whatever you believe in, that he lived, okay, but due to a slap shot to the chest, to the heart. He took a slap shot to the heart. Now, in boxing, we've seen this happen. Uh, it, it could happen in MMA, field hockey, tennis, tennis, uh, baseball, baseball, cricket, baseball softball. In a rodeo, it has happened in a rodeo where a uh, cowboy, I couldn't find his name, but a rodeo cowboy was kicked in the heart to by the a bull and had this cardiac event happen. It could happen also in lacrosse, Okay. Again, we people are yeah, saying we've never seen anything like this. It's so the myopic. Smaller, the Go smaller ahead, the, the object that hits you, the greater the chance of it happening is, as long as it's at the right time of the heartbeat. But yeah. Now, Which is why it's rare in football, because the helmet is yeah. large. Right. And this is why there's, like, myths of, like, you know, the five-finger death punch. I want to, like, yeah, I want to get us off this in, topic as fast as possible. Really quick, we've been on this for, for a, a bit. <laughs> but... I, 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 I'm going to say this. It didn't happen in front of the whole world at the age of cell phones. Hank Gathers died on a basketball court, everyone. Look, look it up. Google it. Do your research. Stop just reacting. Inform yourself. Two things. These things have happened. It sucks when you see it live. It hurts. You have no control. This, this does happen, and it sucks that we, we now have to accept this part of life if you saw it live or if you've now been on Twitter. But Hank Gathers died on a basketball court. I watched live Christian Erickson. Watched it live. I love the Denmark football team, soccer in America. Love it. It's one of my favorite teams. Terrible showing at the World Cup, but that's besides the point. I I watched live Christian Erickson die. Die. Literally die. And the the camera, the Euro team, the production team, took Tons of heat for just keeping the camera on Christian Erickson. Now, they revived him. They were able to bring him back to life. But the reporting, the actual journalism that was done, said that he died. The medical team that helped him said he literally died. We had to bring him five back minutes. to life. Yeah. Okay? You said for five minutes, Wes? Yeah. And I watched this live. And that was, I was like in shock. Because I, Wes and I, and Chelsea, when she's in her full water polo crush it mode, work out very hard, physically exert ourselves. What happened to him was an undiagnosed medical condition that caused him to have a cardiac event due to physical exertion, which is terrifying. But guess what? I now, I'm not trying to be insensitive and it's going to sound insensitive. I live every day because I allowed myself to get informed on what happened and the precautions you can take. And that is what not reacting allows you to do is be weighed, be measured, be emotional, be sad, be scared for him and his family. Don't be, don't, don't, don't hate on people that are in the same place as you are. Don't attack each other. Right. But understand 
these things have happened before. Christian Eriksen got to play in this year's World Cup. Christian Eriksen got to play. That was a year and a half ago, and he played in this year's World Cup. All right? Let medical professionals do their job. Let them do their job. All right? Um, That's it. But I will say, moving on to a new subject, Kayvon Thibodeau looked really bad now. Right? We're going to cycle back to Kayvon Thibodeau doing a snow angel next to Nick Foles writhing around in pain on a field after he injured him. And I'm not a player hater. I'm not a celebration hater. Wes knows I love the talkers. I love the celebrators. It's my favorite thing. But that, man, do you look bad now, Kayvon. Because even in that moment, I was like, damn, we've come a long way from Lawrence Taylor. And look it up, uh, boys and girls. Lawrence Taylor flagging on with desperation the medical team after he broke Joe Theismann's leg. We have come a long way from that because that was the most disrespectful thing I've I've ever seen because I've always said, we don't want to hurt each other out there. We don't want to see each other. We're we're playing our hearts out, but the truth is we don't really want to injure. We say a lot, but it's, it's hyperbole. Okay. It's, it's hyperbole. We don't actually mean like we're going to war. We don't actually mean we're going to break that guy. Uh, But Kayvon Thibodeau, gross. Go ahead, Wes. You wanted to say something? I I don't think he necessarily knew at the time that it was going on because well, right after snow, he ran he to the sidelines and he's on his back, did he? Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, like, as an Oregon alum, I I we don't click them anymore. Like, cancel his degree. Like, I don't it's, think it's, he has one. He, he, he only spent like two years yeah. at school. But still, like. Just this kind of behavior needs to stop. And I think that there needs to be a very serious discussion as well. You know, I feel like we've had this conversation on this show before where we've talked about these celebrations and how for like a while they were like these huge fines and like everyone was really strict. You couldn't even like spike the ball, at the, you know, after they scored a touchdown. And yeah. those those days are clearly lapsed. But celebrating that someone got injured and, you know, yeah. saying like, oh, like, and they, you know, go to sleep after he's like on the field, like being attended to. After you, so, so Wes had a, had a point, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe he didn't know when he was doing a snow angel, but then he runs to the sideline and does this. And I'm like, man, I've, I've seen a lot in my, I've been watching football 30 years and I've never yeah. seen somebody celebrate an injury until that. That was the first time Wes, you were about to say something again. Yeah. So, disappointed I mean, in, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, I think, like, slapping down and saying, like, absolutely no celebration after, like, you know, a big play or anything like that is kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, like, when there's something that's garbage behavior like this, these guys need that's to be the only bold, celebration I think should like, be penalized. Bold. That's it. That's yeah. it. Is if you celebrate someone, someone's life, someone's family being in limbo because you injured them, and that is what it is. Because if you take them out for their career, that's their paycheck. Like I said earlier to start the show. Paychecks are not guaranteed in the NFL. Like, yeah, that's that's you're the worst kind of human. I think that's the fast way to get your locker room to turn on you. Uh, but Raiders again look dumb. Uh, Raiders fan base looks dumb. Uh, everybody's like Jared Stidham. Oh my gosh, Jared Stidham. No, I, I I just got off Raiders Twitter. I was like, I can't deal with you. You, I, it's funny. I asked you, what's it going to take for you to uh, get off the Derek Carr bandwagon? And what do you know? Literally. Like six that hours day. later, he was benched <laughs> for Jared Stidham. Yeah, and then everybody's like, Jared Stidham obviously proves that Derek Carr was the problem. And I'm like, you don't think that in any way. Because I watched the game, and I'm like, wow, Josh McDaniels is really opening up this playbook for Jared Stidham. 
Like this is a different, these are different passing routes. I haven't seen these before. And then uh, I'm sitting here like Derek Carr gave a press conference where he said he was asked, how often do you improvise? And he goes, there's not a lot of room for improvisation in this playbook. And I'm like, huh, weird. We all forgot that press conference happened and we're all jumping all over this. And, and I'm like, you forget Wes, you've said it this as well. I'm giving you credit, sir. You've said this as well. Josh McDaniels is a bad head coach. He has a bad record. He he has he has lost now five games where he had a lead. Five yep. games. He is a terrible head coach. Patrick Graham is a terrible defensive coordinator. Everybody's like, well, he was pretty good for the Giants. Giants had a losing record. Suck it. He's bad. Now, it's it's I'm sorry, like these people are bad at their job. The other coach I want to put on. Well, go ahead. Do you have something to add with the Raiders, Wes? Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I mean, in my opinion, I think Jared Stidham did pretty well. Oh, I'm and, not hating I, on him, yeah. but I'm all I'm saying is, do you think? Do you think that there's a chance that Josh <laughs> McDaniels may have implemented a game plan to make the guy that he traded picks for to bring from New England to Las Vegas, and then? put in for Derek Carr to play against the number one defense in the NFL may have done a little extra hard work to prepare him may have put in a little extra in the playbook. Is that a chance? Do we like to look right kids? We definitely like to look right. So do we do everything in our power to look like we're right? I don't, Absolutely. I don't think a head coach is going to do all that to sideline their quarterback. I feel That's like you're kind of getting into conspiracies here. I think you're <laughs> getting into, I trust these people way too much. You wow! I just saw an employee side leadership just now. <laughs> I like, don't think a head coach is gonna keep paying like, me less. I like it. I don't think a head coach is gonna handicap their quarterback. That's stupid because not only does it Josh screw Daniels over the stupid. team, it screws over themselves as well as the, the head coach. The you're yeah, you're responsible for the team. And Josh McDaniels, I don't think, wants to get fired for a second year in a row. He's not gonna get or, fired for a second I think this team is... in a row. This is demonstrating, hey, look, I was right about him all, all, all along. I told you we got just close enough. If I could do this with Jared Stidham, imagine what I can do with 80-year-old Tom Brady, who's the court. Like, I've seen Tom Brady. I've seen Aaron Rodgers. We're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Just the Raiders fan base. Blow my brains out. Like, blow them out. Because they are just, well, if we trade all the way up to the first overall pick, we could, if we do this, like, shut the fuck up. You guys are annoying at this point. Like, I'm ashamed. Wow. Commanders? Hey. I just, I knew they were bad. I didn't realize they were as bad as the Ohio State fan base. God, I was angry. Okay. I just, the, my, I, I, I think Twitter is poisoning me, my view of the Raiders fan base because I used to think, hey, you know, we're not what you see on TV. Uh, yeah, they are. All right. So, <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> the Commanders. Rod Rivera looks really dumb. Because the Commanders were put into a shot at a playoff spot by substituting in Taylor Heineke for Carson Wentz. And they should have just kept riding that horse. But in all of his wisdom, Ron Rivera goes, you know what, Taylor? Hit the pine. We're going to start Carson Wentz with our playoff lives in the balance. And Carson Wentz goes, you know what, Ron? I'm going to make you look so right. You'll see. And then on the very first drive of the game, he goes out there looking just you know what? He's not—he's not a bad-looking dude. He's statuesque. He's—he's he's six foot five. He used to have a giant arm, and then we remember he's Achilles. 
because if he gets touched, he's injured. He goes out there on the first drive and throws an interception, Wes, and then proceeds to lose the game. And I think it, I think the game ended on a Carson Wentz interception, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. what do you think of that decision, Wes? Would you have done that? Would you have benched Taylor Heineke, who got you in the playoff race for Carson Wentz? I mean, probably not, but it's the commander, so I don't really care. And it helps the Seahawks, which is <laughs> another thing that pisses me off right now. Um, Go ahead. No, you, to give, yeah, you said it last week. You said to fuck give Aaron Rodgers favorable <laughs> treatment because they put him on Sunday Night Football, even though the Lions-Packers game and the Seahawks game are dependent on each other to find out who gets that last wild card spot. And normally... They should put those two games at the same time. Instead, they give Aaron Rodgers, who everyone freaking hates now. I'm tired of seeing him on my freaking screen. They decide to give him Sunday Night Football instead of Jaguars and the Titans, like which is another game that also has playoff implications for their division, but isn't reliant on other games. Give that one Sunday Night Football and let the other two games determine play it out at the same time, which is what every other sport does. That's why World Cup has two games at the same time. So in that way, there's no like, oh, this happened so we can rest our players or whatever. Because if the Seahawks win, the Lions have nothing to play for. And that gives the Packers a significant advantage because if the Packers win, then the Seahawks are out. If the yeah. Lions win and the Seahawks lose, then the Lions can go in. So it just I'm gives, sorry, Wes. It's, I'm sorry, Wes. It puts the Seahawks at a disadvantage. And you and did it's say they were the best it's team in bullshit. the NFC West, and you can't be right if they don't make the playoffs. You still have an opportunity to be right in the end. I might be wrong if the Seahawks make the playoffs and they make, cause, cause some ruckus, make some noise, but right now doesn't look good. And Chelsea, here comes Tom Brady. I don't care if we lose and the freaking lines <laughs> go in. Whatever. As long as Aaron Rodgers' dumbass face isn't on my TV for the playoffs, I'm going to be happy. I don't want to see his face. I'm not watching a Packers playoff game. Is the NFL rigged, Wes? It's bullshit, and I don't want to see his dumb, ugly, freaking anti-vax face. Get are off are you TV. mad that Oregon shares the same colors as the Packers? It's yes. not even close. <laughs> it's a different shade of yellow close. and a different shade of green. It's not Shut even up. close. That's not even close. Is it weird that I don't Sabrina want to see anti-vax face on my TV? Is, is it weird clearly that Sab Sabrina Ionesco? Oh, sorry, Chelsea, go ahead. I was going to say, clearly my brother does not own any throwback year where ours are exactly the same colors as the Packers. I was going to say, it must make him super mad that Sabrina Ionesco is like a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. No, she's not. <laughs> That's just bad taste, but, you know, we can all we can I, I don't all know post-vax. Like, I don't know post-vax, post and po but yeah. but a couple years ago, she was like a big Aaron Rodgers guy, or, or girl, pardon me. Um, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, but, yeah, she, she was like doing photo shoots with him and stuff. But, um Really quick, Chelsea, like I said, uh, before we lost Wes for the show, it looks like. <laughs> I don't even want to hear your next comment because I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chelsea, but you were the one that was like, why, why would you put this evil on us, Fra? And I was like, it's just wild to me. Yeah. It looks like he's going to do it again. And then sure enough, <laughs> him and Mike Evans went absolutely nuts so last week. Yep, and I mean, they're in it. So, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <Hey>. I, I, <laughs> here's an example, everyone that's thinking about starting a podcast. 
about how you, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, torture your co-host. Uh, yeah, what was the word you just, you just used? It's a torture your co-host. Tor- torture, no. Um, alienate your co-host by mentoring, oh, well, me- mentioning not one quarterback they hate, but two. And have, <laughs> we'll lose Wes on Aaron Rodgers, and then lose <laughs> Chelsea on Tom Brady. And then just me on, I'm not going to get lost on the Raiders, but all I basically did was just run a segment called The Sad Fan Hates Football. Like that's what I just pretty did. much. Yep. Yep. We hate all the quarterbacks. And so let's, apparently in the NFC. Let's go, Tom Brady. Let's quickly move on then to the college football playoffs. Uh let's go to you, Chelsea, because you didn't you didn't get a chance to say anything with the Tom Brady. You're like, I don't care anymore. If he does it, he does it. But when it comes to college football playoffs, man, lots of this, huh? Lots of this. Big yeah. ten just poking. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Penn uh, State. And and those future Big Ten teams, UCLA and USC, also choke big time too. Yeah, so every, enjoy every, those, enjoy your um, your your acquisitions, Big Ten. Every every team that is moving conferences or has announced intention to move conferences lost, lost. They just straight up lost. It was something I don't know off the top of my head, but I think based on the stuff that I saw, I think they. Did. Um, but TCU beating Michigan. Gosh, that game. Fry didn't call that one. That <laughs> was that was unbelievable. I was wrong. I was and... way wrong. Me too. I thought TCU had no chance and they stepped on their throats. Literally and though, what I'm was little, funny? I'm so salty about this because I got dragged to a Rockets game where okay, so they were playing the Knicks. So we're happy to win the next one, but also, that game didn't matter for either of those teams, and I could I couldn't watch football all day because I had I ended up at this game. Yeah, it was so I didn't get to see any of it. Literally, uh, just so you guys know, I was like, I, literally, I said to myself on the couch, I was like, well, I was wrong. That was literally what I said. But I literally, like, I saw Michigan Twitter started blowing up, and we have a mutual friend, Wes and I, that loves Michigan. And I literally said in the first quarter, I was like, they're going to lose. It doesn't matter what they do. Like, I was happy they made it an entertaining, fun game. But in the first quarter, I was like, they're going to lose. They look terrible. I was like, they, they are playing so bad. It was – that second half was crazy because it was just – It was fun. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. Yeah. I was like, where's the defense? <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. What outcome of the game that I saw was a couple of headlines all over, like that were just kept on popping up everywhere that basically said like Harbaugh's big mistake at Michigan like is this the end for him and I'm like what your no. team went to the college football playoffs like that two years ago and not just that like, almost this whole on. team is coming back like that's what a lot yeah. of people are leaving out to almost this okay. entire Michigan well, team he's been there six first. years that's and I think two years they've been in the college football playoff the last two years and two other years. They were in a New Year's Six Bowl. And one this of was the first, years they were was coded. This was the first and, real shocker, guys, was that was was this game. This was the first real yeah. big, huge, like, oh my God. Upset Jim, what and what happened. Similar. Because last year everybody wants to just be like two years in a row, they lost they played the champion last year. Yeah. They well, lost to is, the eventual champion. This was also, I think, yeah. the first like real upset that we've seen in the college football playoff semifinals. Yeah, I mean, TCU, they used to – guys, they didn't even used to be a member of a big conference. Yeah. They used to be like – what was it, MAC? Were they in the Everyone MAC Everyone wrote conference? them out. Everyone yeah. wrote them out. I, I, think, I 
They were. I think. I want to say they were in the MAC conference uh, before this. Uh, no, it was. Was it the Mountain West with Utah? Was it Mountain West is what I mean. Pardon me. I didn't mean MAC. Yeah. I meant, I meant Mountain West. I, 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 sorry. Thank you, West, for correcting me. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I, that's what I meant, though, was Mountain West. Yep. Yeah, previously members of the Mountain West. Yeah, they were in the Boise same State. conference as UNM and, <laughs> and yeah. Colorado State. Okay, and they're they really yes. yes. I remember this. So we've got uh, only a little bit of time left uh, in the show, and then uh, Ohio State choked. That was yeah. beautiful to see. That, that was, was great. Beautiful yes. to see. Uh, I told you, CJ Shroud's not going to do picks. it. What's your uh, what's Georgia? Bye. Georgia. 17 points. 17 points, Chelsea? Ooh, I was What's the spread, right there. I was gonna, I was gonna uh, The spread, course, I think, but... is 13. Uh, 12.5 uh, for Georgia. Oh, it's come down. Because I, I, I think I saw 14. You said 13, and it's 12. Over, right, under, Chelsea. 62 and a half. Tells me where I have Georgia by 6. Chelsea? I, I think it's going to be two scores. One score yeah. game. One score game. People are counting TCU out. Just like they did against Michigan, and you know what? I think TCU has a puncher's chance of winning. No, I think I think Georgia's embarrassed. I think Kirby Smart's embarrassed by what they did against Ohio State, and I think they're going to take it out on TCU. Um, And it's not a huge layoff like it was for this game for the playoff game. It's not a huge layoff. So I think Georgia's going to come out, and they're just going to—they're much bigger, much stronger than TCU. And I think it's going to be a bloodbath. And I think they win. Uh, Let's—I'm not going to say 17. I'm going to say 14. 14 points, two touchdowns. But I recall that one first. <laughs> you said two scores. That could be 10 points. Six. Less than one score. All right. So, uh, really quick, I want to get into this. NC State, Gary Hahn, you're out of here. Thank God. I hope all you racists get what's coming to you. Uh, Gary Hahn, thank you for review. Uh, pardon me. For showing us all Revealing. your true, <laughs> for showing us all your true colors on national television. And uh, if you didn't know, look it up. But what Gary Hahn happened to say was, the next bowl game, ladies and gentlemen, will be played in El Paso with all the illegal aliens. You know what? Go. I'm going to say it again. I know I don't. I try my best not to curse a lot in here, but go f- Gary Hahn. Now, uh, shout outs. Wes, we had a bunch of 50-point games in the NBA. I'll start. Giannis Antetokounmpo got one. Who's yours? Uh, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic got one. Clay yeah. Thompson. And then the, the big, huge fire. Donovan Mitchell. Wow. Wow. 71, 71. points. <laughs> Just putting it on him. Utah, you did not get enough for Donovan Mitchell to go to <laughs> Cleveland, score 71 points, get 11 assists, and almost messed around and got a triple-double. Shout out Ice Cube. And got eight rebounds. Eight rebounds. Yeah. So, uh, really quick, we'd oh, like to end the show. Fun fact. On... Yeah. Fun fact about this, though. Uh, apparently, the next day after the 71-point game, the there was league-wide urine testing, like drug testing. Oh, I'm sure. They, we can't help ourselves. It our just, ha- just happened. We need to know why. <laughs> why? Something happened. So, we like to end the show on a positive note. And on a positive note, I want to shout out UNM. UNM basketball, welcome back to the party. You guys are crushing it. Please keep going. If you don't know, Wes and I spent a lot of years in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Both of us are um, like, uh, what, what, what do you call it? Fans at heart of UNM, of the Lobos. 
Like we were adopted. We, we adopted them into our sports fandom, kind of like Chelsea adopted every East Coast team into her fandom. <laughs> <laughs> so bad timing, but they lost to Fresno State today by four. Well, good, good, good for them though. UNM, still they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're still going to be in the tourney this year. They'll I'm be really in the dance. happy for them. Uh, we had an arrest happen, Chelsea. What happened with that? That we're really happy about. Who got arrested? And it was super happy for all. It was a great time for all of us. Oh, sorry, I was thinking about something <laughs> completely separate. But uh, Mr. Top G, Mr. Andrew Tate himself, got misogynist of the arrested. year. Via <laughs> a tweet from Greta Thunberg of all people, it's just the irony. Oh my gosh, it's delicious. This, this, uh, that radical rights heroes that just keep showing how stupid they are. I hope one day that radical right wakes up and be like, Hey, maybe I don't like my allies. Maybe we're rooting for a lot of stupid people. Uh, and, uh, last and definitely not least the soccer world, the football world, European football world, lost legend Pele. Um, thank you for years and years of film that we can watch and celebrate Thank you for making soccer a huge sport in the United States, for showing us all what was possible, and for being a kid from the streets and allowing other kids from the streets to dream and become the greatest of all time. Uh, that's all I've got for this week. Wes, you got anything to, to add? That's it. Chelsea? Yeah. All right. So for the Sad Fan, you can reach us at the Sad Fan Podcast Network on YouTube. The Sad Fan's all one word. And you could reach the show at the Sad Fan Cast. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. The whole crew is expected in. Hopefully Chelsea uh, can clear up, get a little healthy. It's rough out there. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you on the field.